Are you looking for a comprehensive and convenient online health fitness training platform? Look no further than Vikido Fitness Academy. With a variety of programs designed to meet your needs, this platform offers everything from weight loss and wellness group coaching programs to an emotional intelligence course. You'll learn what to eat in order to achieve optimal health and energy levels. You'll have access to exercise training, live coaching meetups with myself, Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe, and other instructors, as well as support and accountability throughout your journey. Whether you prefer to work out at home or at your favorite gym, Vikido Fitness Academy makes it easy to follow along with their programs. So get started on your journey to better health and fitness. Visit vikidofitness.com forward slash VDF Academy. The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we talk about muscle mass loss, understanding the causes and solutions. Losing muscle mass and strength occurs naturally as we age, and it can have a variety of negative effects on our health and well-being. We will talk more on what we can do to slow down or prevent muscle loss as we lose weight and as we grow older. All this and more on It's All About Health and Fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now, here's your host, Vicki Doe and D. Banks Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe, and with me is the one and only Dr. Virginia D. Banks. What's going on? You know, I don't know because I hear a bunch of airplanes over me my Me too. Head. I just heard. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that too. I was like, I heard all these airplanes. I was getting ready to jump up. I'm like, I'm not going to be sitting here while something's happening. I heard that too. I was like, oh my God. I know, I know. What's the day? Do they have any, are they Today training is flag for? flag day, but I don't think they'd be celebrating anything. Oh, Those no. Awfully low. They were low. Didn't you hear that? All I of a sudden, it. all and of I a said, sudden. Uh-oh, let me get some hat out of here. Go to the basement or something. <laughs> I was just waiting for the, you know how sometimes they too close and the whole thing be shaking. The whole house shakes. I know. They were, that was a loud sound, so you heard it too. Yeah, that's why I hesitated. I was like, uh. Okay. <laughs> I guess other than that, I'm fine now. Other than that, oh my God. That. And that's something how in just the instant, because everything was quiet until we started Yeah, then all taping. of a sudden you hear all these planes overhead. Uh-oh, uh uh-oh. Maybe they know. giving us some- Warning um, or something. Some, or some something. Cleaning the air pollution. We always got something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shoot. Well, yes, today we are here in spite of all the shaking in the airplanes coming up and down. Well, you remember last week in, in Washington, D.C., there was this big sonic boom that came all over Washington, D.C. when that plane, when the people on the plane died. Yes. And the plane was going to crash, but they had to have the interception by those fighter pilots and stuff. Yes. So they had to get up there so fast, they created this sonic boom that was heard all over D.C. I know. You know, in today's in today's climate, you don't know what's going on. What's, what's really going on? What's really going on? We got all these fires, and mm-hmm. in some places, right at the thing, like in Detroit, that's like forty five minutes from Canada, yes, aren't they? Exactly, right across the board, and it's blowing all over. Yeah. The other the mm-hmm. other day, you know, it was the highest. I think, like uh, maybe last week, it was high. Yeah. You but know, not even being it. Yeah. And I, you know what? I could feel it. I'm trying to remember where I was driving mm-hmm. and I don't typically or normally have any breathing issues or whatever, but I felt heaviness. Yes. I felt some heaviness as I was driving out. And I said, well, they told you to stay home. 
Nat- they told you to stay home and here you are out in the street. Look, so I Natalie was home. like, she started. Did she, you see New York? I know. New York looked terrible. It had like a that orange haze to it, it didn't did. it? Ooh, yeah. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. Natalie said that she was going to do some walking and she, she went outside for a little bit and was like, uh, no. And they told you not to do that. Yeah, yeah no. They said, they, well, they, they said specifically, don't do any exercising. No, because that's all in your lungs. That's yeah, going to all yeah, go yeah. into your lungs. Well, today yeah. we are here and this is episode 259. And today we talk about muscle mass loss. Why do we lose muscle mass, especially as we age? Well, losing muscle mass and strength, we call that sarcopenia, occurs naturally as we age. And it can have a variety of negative effects on our health and well-being. Now, research has shown that 10% of people over the age of 50 suffer from sarcopenia. However, there are steps that we can do that we can take to prevent or slow down its progression, such as regular exercise and a healthy diet. And that includes eating plenty of good, healthy protein. And we will talk more on this episode today about all the proactive things that we can do to start now. What we can do starting now in slowing down and preventing muscle mass loss as we also lose weight because that's when you lose you can lose muscle mass loss but also we're going to talk about what we can do and be proactive as we age gracefully and as per usual dr d our wonderful co-host will give us the latest on rsv and other viruses or bacteria, as I always say, that's coming that's to get coming us. Coming to get us. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming to get. We got to add air pollution that's coming to get us. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh-huh. we're going to be prepared because she's going to tell us how and what we should do to protect ourselves as well. Now, make sure you stay tuned for this episode on today's show. It's all about health and fitness Vicky Doe Fitness. And what do you say to that deed, all that stuff going on? I mean, it's uh, <laughs> you, every time you turn around, it's something. It's something, right? You know, and for that, I mean, so my thing is, as you were watching what you could see with that wind and then thinking about the disaster that we had in East Palestine a few mm-hmm. months ago, you know, that wind had to bring stuff all of the course. way over here. It's of course. From Canada came to Ohio, Ohio, about almost five or six or 700 miles away. You know, that East Palestine stuff had to shift over. Oh, big yeah. time, big time. I knew that's why my, 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 I was feeling like I was in the ozone layer or the zombie layer. And you know, they're relooking. I read this morning that the uh, scientists now are relooking at the actual, they're doing models of what the actual spread of that disaster was and it reaching into Trumbull County and they're trying to pinpoint exactly how far it went. So it okay. went a lot farther than they oh, were yeah. letting on that it did. Yeah, because it burned a, a whole exactly. long time, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah, that's that. Yes, we have all these things that we're talking about on this episode today. And make sure, folks, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. It's all about health and fitness, Vicky Do Fitness on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or on any of the platforms that you listen to your podcast. And when you subscribe, you will be notified first when we post a new show. You will be able to listen. Some of you guys listen like you do like a binge. Yes, you can binge listen to our show. That's what makes it so wonderful to have it on these platforms. You can just turn it on and just binge listen. I usually listen if I'm a listen for a lot of them at a time. I do uh, my Alexa. Alexa, could you play the latest of It's All About Health and Fitness? And yes. it'll just come on. Yes, yes. So, yeah, make sure, guys, you subscribe so you can have it on these various platforms. But you can always go to our website, vickidofitness.com, and hit that red button podcast. And that's where they're listed as well. And guess what? As you know, we do not just talk about our physical health, but we talk about things that we can do to preserve our mental health as well. And we believe in total well-being. That is having a holistic approach to healthy living. 
So make sure you do not miss any of our shows and subscribe today. And last but not least, go on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and review of this show because that is how we grow and increase our listeners. And we definitely appreciate you. And as always, what do we say, D? Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Well, D, guess what? This I is our anniversary. It. I can't believe it. June the 14th. That is when we officially launched the interactive health and wellness website, Vicky Doe Fitness. We put our podcast show. It's all about health and fitness on the website and on the other platforms. It went public June 14th. And that was 2014. That's wow. been nine years. That is unbelievable real so next year which will be 10 years i'm gonna plan for us to go somewhere we can go somewhere special and just celebrate yeah that'll be fun won't that be fun of that'll all fun. our and hard you know, work Vicky, that was that was during the ebola crisis yes it was because we start taping stuff in march so we can have at least 10 or 15 shows we sure did so we've been together longer we longer just that launched mm -hmm. in june because we had wow. we wanted to have at least 10 or 15 shows yes. that people can listen to but we started taping in march of 2014 yep isn't that crazy wow, that is <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, and it's, it, it, of course, it's, it's booming. You know, who would have thought that we would have all the publicists and all that reaching who out, thunk it? reaching who out to thunk us. It? I never really have to reach out to folks. They, they're constantly reaching out to us. And that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a very good thing. That's a good thing. Yes. And people listening here in Northeast Ohio and other places as well. Our top state that listens is Virginia. Can you believe that? Oh, okay. Virginia. So okay. that connection. And then the top, of course, is U.S. of A. And then after that, it's Japan. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Oh the top listeners and then of course the other different countries do we still as well. get like do we still reach out to like australia yep yep people in australia are listening so it's very interesting i'm gonna take the time to get a list of all the countries that are list, uh, listening and we will give them a shout yeah, out be one very day interesting to give them a shout out yes give yeah. them a shout out yeah. so that's that's what we'll do so remind me d that'll be cool won't it that'll be very cool yes very cool. but yeah we we got that going and then we added we're constantly adding we got our health and fitness training and coaching program that we're building now our vicido fitness academy and that's where we got our online programs and services because covid did a good thing for us we were already transitioning online but it forced us to really figure out yeah. how we were going to yeah. transition and do these things online yeah. so yeah. yes but we are still out there we're back out there now i guess people are realizing that hey covid if it ain't over we still gonna have to get out there and, and breathe a little bit with each other exactly. and so yeah we're doing some things there and of course we want everybody to stay tuned because we have our Healthy Heart, Healthy Living, our event that's coming October the 14th. We'll be in person, back in person. We're going to be showcasing and it's doing- It's been a minute. It's been a minute. We're going to be showcasing our keynote speaker and a Athena Award winner <laughs> 2023 and everything. The wonderful Dr. Virginia D. Banks will be our keynote speaker. But we also have what we do, our mini spa, our health screenings, the Professor Wayne Smith, the Professor yeah. Wayne Smith, all the way from the University of Memphis and Memphis coming up. And he's going to do Mindful Moving Workshop, which is the best in the country. He's renowned for that. He's coming up. Then we're going to have our mini spa where we have some key folks talking about things that we can do for our skin care and for things like that. Then the whole main event will be our celebrity cook-off. We got our team set already where we have our key folks, our key organizations, the city of Youngstown. They're sending some people. We're going to be doing our makeshift for what we call our Iron Chef 
cooking cook-off with our teams, you know, competing against each other, our judges. So it's going to be just a fun day. We're going to have grand prizes. So folks, go on. Those that are listening around this area, go and make sure you put on your calendar Saturday, October the 14th, 7.30 to 3.30. But even if you're out of town, we're right there where the residence inn is. And all you have to do is go downstairs Take the elevator and you'll be right there where the event is. Go to our website, vikidofitness.com forward slash register. Those would be the early bird tickets. Those of you that want to be vendors, we got room for you. So go check us out. We're excited, right, D? I am. It's going to be a great, great, great day. It's going to be a, a great, great day. Program. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, how was your week, D? You know, I had to work this past weekend, so it really wasn't fun. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't fun. So um, I did go to a Guardians game, and that was good. Just always, I always like to go. I always forget that's their name. I always forget. Yeah, the Guardians. I know that's a new name. So I went up there, and they won, fortunately. So that was always good when the home team wins. But like I said, I was on call, so that wasn't fun. Whatever. Well, look, we're glad that you're still in the trenches looking after I'm in us the trenches. yes and in, Nate in too the right the good news is that our we got a report today one covid patient in the hospital and one influenza and okay. that was it that's a hospitals. good thing that's good that's a yeah. good thing yes Deep it is down. all Deep right down. yes well d what is going on this week everything and i everything vicky and i'm anxious to hear you talk about this new cuz i haven't really paid a lot of attention to it i just looked at it uh, sort of, as they say, tangentially, but what's going on? Well, we got Tyler Perry. He's in the negotiation stage and it's probably done. He will be the owner of BET VH1 and it's costing at least 2.5 to $3 billion. Oh my. Yes. And so they have a report. This was, it says Tyler Perry to take control of BET. That was by uh, Yahoo Entertainment. According to a recent report from the The stream Tyler Perry is set to take control of the cable channel BET. And so the questions are, what happened between Tyler Perry and BET? Well, the report mentions that Perry's acquisition comes as Paramount is losing money because Paramount um, lost a lot of money. And this is the rumor behind that because there's a a TV program called Yellowstone. I don't know if you... Yes, I've heard about that. I probably am the only person in America that's never seen seen that and it's, it's great uh, i can't think of a movie star have you watched it uh what is kevin costner kevin costner right it's really good but it's different segments and different whatevers and series and from from that oh, wow. and the person that that wrote that and did all that you know paramount just let him have you know what he wanted to do well he's milking the cow he, he making all kinds of money off of paramount so even though they're growing they're spending a lot of you money. You mean Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner. No, the guy that, not just Kevin Costner. Oh, no, the guy who wrote it. The guy who wrote it. Because it's not just Yellowstone. It's not just one thing. It's different segments of Yellowstone. And the main guy that wrote it and was a part of that whole thing, he's milking the cow now. So even, though, sure they're, even though they're growing Paramount, you know, it's a stream thing, streaming. It's growing. But and now, it costs money, too, to It join, costs money, right? yeah. But, you, you, you know, you still can't be milking the cow yet it's so yeah so they're so-called losing money you know and and that is with tyler perry you know paramount is uh, a part of that whole i guess the bet media group you know with the vh1 so yeah so they said the amount is undisclosed but you know the rumor is it's gonna be about 2.5 or 3 billion dollars that he's gonna pay for that and so uh, tyler perry you know he's always had shows he's started putting shows on BET anyway so he's been working with them anyway it says the star partner with the company via his Tyler Perry Studios banner to create what is called BET plus 
which is a streaming service that featured both original films and series from the BET program library. So he was already doing the so-called BET Plus. And since its launch, the streaming service has been massive, you know. And so, yeah, they getting plenty folks in, what do you say, in 2021, BET Plus accounted for half of the subscriber growth and nearly all revenue growth for the channel. So Tyler Perry, yeah, he's bringing money for the Paramount. And so the news comes following news that Paramount Global had been seeking to sell a majority stake in BET. So earlier this year, Perry expressed optimism about buying the company, saying that if it was possible, he was very, very interested. So rumor? No, it's not a rumor. It says, I've been there. Well, this is what Perry said when Entertainment Online asked him, is this a rumor? He said, no, it's not a rumor. I've been there for four years now and had tremendous success. I wasn't expecting this to happen. So yes, if it's possible, I'm very, very interested in taking as much of it if it's possible. I'm going to take as much of it as I can. So yeah. And so they said that he's actually has bought it but you know they have to do the the last you know fine tuning and signing off but yeah he's probably going to pay at least 2.5 to 3 billion dollars but he will be the owner of BET and VH1 you know in my wildest <laughs> dreams growing up I never would have imagined a black man to be able to do all of this honestly big time this is amazing you know what this is bigger than Oprah it's bigger mm-hmm. yep can you this imagine that? Because she just has OWN, uh huh, her, her station. Yeah, so uh, he's gonna own the is, whole media group, VH1 and BET. Yeah, That's the whole media major. group. Yeah, yeah. So Talk about a conglomerate. That's unbelievable. Kudos to him, and we'll definitely kudos be. We'll definitely be reaching out and 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 saying, Tyler Perry, can you remember us, little little people? So- I know, right? <laughs> I know. But yeah, that's so good. That's great. Good yeah, in Atlanta. So that Medea stuff kind of paid off, didn't it? It sure did. All those, uh, all those. Remember those uh, plays? He live did? plays where he was Medea. They'd come around and travel around. Yeah. The Yes. I think they came to Youngstown several yes. times. Yes. Remember, people would show up in their pink suits and yes. their blue outfits, and women would come with this, that, and the other. But yeah, that all was thing. that paid off. All that paid off. That was the thing to do. All that paid off. And was the, to show up at one of Tyler Perry's. Yes. Uh, then he plays. transitioned to movies. And remember yeah. how people, they weren't going to give him movies, uh, movie no. deals, because they thought that black folks didn't go to our movies and he right. was like and, are you kidding and, me and then, you know a lot of stars got their start on some of those plays yes indeed yes indeed and he i will have to say you know he's the guy that really has helped a lot of black folks he really has mm-hmm. you got to give it to him i got to give it to him yep so kudos yeah, he to really him has not, he's, he didn't he has not forgotten from where he came that's exactly it. So yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, you know, look, the Unabomber has died you know, in prison. Vicky, I'm reading all this stuff that you got from TMZ. <laughs> I never even saw this. Oh my God, how awful. Yeah. yeah. And this is the kind of thing where you know how people remember what was the guy named Jeffrey Dahmer? Remember when he died in prison and people yeah. were like, um, next? Because he was so I, nasty and just I awful. Know. Well, that's what they're I saying know. about this Unabomber. Uh next. And I guess I was, they were, rem- they were going back over. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had like a 16 or 17 year stretch mm-hmm. of killing and maiming people. They were describing how his bombs were made out of razor blades and nails and this, that, and the other. And mm-hmm. it had the story about this one woman whose husband was in a bomb and half of his arm was, or hand was off and she was holding him with the other and he died mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, and there were people that were maimed and stuff. So it's just kind of like he, uh, Ted Kaczynski, I heard about it, Mm -hmm. hanged himself Mm -hmm. in his prison cell, according to a recorded 9-11 call. Now, Vicki, here's my stance because I worked in corrections. Okay. It's very hard for me to see how that kind of thing can be done by yourself. Okay. He was very frail. 
Now, to be able to hang yourself, you got to have at least. You got to be little, strong, don't you? You got to be strong. You got to do a lot of this and that and this and that. And the guards, you know, although they're not there all the time, they go back and forth. So I'm reading this. It says, We got a guy that was hanging a caller from North Carolina's FMC Butner, told an emergency service operator in a recording obtained by TMZ. He was found dead Saturday morning with significant neck injuries and a depressed trachea. TMZ said rigor mortis had set in. So he'd been there for a while. Mm -hmm. Rigor mortis had already set in when he was discovered. A source reportedly told the outlet that he appeared ghost-like and frail leading up to his death because he was in the Supermax prison in Colorado. And then he was just transferred to Butner where they take federal prisoners who are really sick, getting ready to die, whatever. So the Associated Press has reported that Kaczynski's death was by suicide. The bomb-making convict had been behind bars since April of 96, though not before Three people were killed and 23 wounded by explosives Kaczynski mailed or delivered to his targets between 78 and 95. The FBI spent 20 years searching for the person behind those attacks before locating their reclusive suspect in a mountainous area of Montana. Unabomber Ted Kaczynski writing in Supermax doesn't regret his three murders or years of spreading fear. The anti-industrious killer became known as the Unabomber after targeting universities. At the start of his crime, prior to his arrest, Kaczynski wrote a 35,000-word manifesto in which he claimed technological advances were destabilizing modern society and causing widespread psychological suffering. The continued development of technology will worsen the situation, he claimed. He's younger brother and the younger brother and Mm -hmm. sister were the ones that really identified the writing Mm -hmm. tipped off investigators to the unabomber's personal possible identity when he and his wife read the published manifesto and recognized the tone kaczynski spent his final days of freedom living in a 10 by 14 foot cabin outside of lincoln montana and this guy was smart. He was mm-hmm. a math major. He went to Harvard, I believe, mm-hmm. and all of that. And I mean, just deteriorated down into something evil. I know. But I mean, what would make you do that? I mean, just something deteriorate, like like you said, Jeffrey Dahmer, just deteriorating down to something evil. And I remember when I worked in corrections, mm-hmm. you know, some of the guys, when they, because I was taking care of HIV guys, some of them would say, Doc, mm-hmm. there's some people in here that need to stay. <laughs> <laughs> from the inmates <laughs> yeah yeah because people in here don't never don't ever need to see the light of day i know uh mom used to come and tell me stories because she was over the whole nutrition and all that kind of stuff the youth services and food services for the uh, corrections and uh, detention for the young folk. Oh, wow. And, you know, she was over that, the whole thing. You know, that's a whole billion dollar oh, thing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, for the state of Ohio. And she said yeah. she would go and make her, her rounds to these different facilities and stuff. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And then she asked one of the, the dietitians, oh, well, you know, what's going on with him? And then when they look pull out his record, He's 14 and he done murdered somebody. Mm-hmm. That's the sad thing. Yeah, that's the sad. That's the saddest. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so it's that's like, oh, if they do that at 14, they're. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. And they'd be locked up in um, seclusion and stuff. So it, it, it'd be psycho shit that they've done. It's you know. just tragic. And, you know, this stuff starts early, like that little six-year-old boy who shot that teacher. I know. You know, and the, his mother had had trouble with him for a long time. And mm-hmm. so I don't, you know, you just, you don't know. Are some are some of these things genetic? Are they environmental or what? I you know. know. That, that Ted Kaczynski, I mean, he was a nasty critter. So Yes, he was. All you can say is, rest in peace, Ted. That's all you can say. Yeah, and pass. <laughs> nobody gives her you know what <laughs> just like we said oh, for the other for jeffrey Dahmer, we were like oh okay pass, pass yeah. and keep it and moving that's another evil person eating people who does that i know right did you ever see the movie on tv i never saw it yet no certain things that. i don't watch kind of like i don't need to see that no Mm-mm. with niecy nash and all of that yeah, i nah, don't nah, you're nah. right i don't need to see Mm-mm. it certain right. things i don't go watch. I, there are certain things you won't see me in the movie for either i'll watch slavery movies yeah <laughs> i have watched them and i said i think 
got what I don't remember what the last one was. I said I think I've seen my last slavery movie. Yeah, uh, I'm nah. done. No, I'm done. I'm I don't. Done. I never. Uh, uh no, I'm never done. did that. Yeah, no. Okay, I don't and, need to see that again. Mm -mm, I don't see and something. Mr. Hollywood, you don't need to be making any more of those movies. <laughs> no, no we right? Get it. We get it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. We get it. Well, Dee, talk about next I wanted next to bring role. this up today because yes. it just brought to mind some things that have happened over the years. So Olympic medalist and former 100-meter world champion showed signs of undergoing labor when discovered dead on May 2nd. U.S. Olympic champion sprinter Tori Bowie died from complications of childbirth, according to an autopsy report reported by U.S. media outlets. Uh, Olympic sprinter Tori Bowie died from childbirth complications, autopsy finds. A medical examiner's report in Florida estimated that Bowie, 32, was eight months pregnant and said she was undergoing labor when she died last month. World champion sprinter and three-time Olympic medalist Tori Bowie died from the complications related to childbirth and autopsy found. A report NBC News obtained from the Orange County Medical Examiner's Office in Florida said Bowie, who died at 32, had a well-developed fetus. She was estimated to have been eight months pregnant and there was evidence that she was crowning at the time of her death. Mm -hmm. The manner of death was ruled natural and toxicology reports were negative. Of course, they're going to try to say it was drugs. Bowie was found at home in Orange County after sheriff deputies was asked to conduct a well-being check on a woman in her 30s who had not been seen or heard from in several days. The woman found dead at the residence was identified as Frentorish Tory Bowie, with authorities saying there were no foul play signs, no signs of foul play. The Orange County Sheriff's Office did not immediately respond to requests for additional comment Monday night. The autopsy found that possible complications contributing to Bowie's death included respiratory distress, eclampsia, seizures or a coma that related to preeclampsia, high blood pressure that can occur during pregnancy. Eclampsia can happen without any previous observed signs or symptoms of preeclampsia, said the Mayo Clinic, and signs and symptoms that may appear before seizures include several severe headaches, vision problems, mental confusion, or altered behaviors. There are often no symptoms or warning signs, it says, noting that eclampsia can occur before, during, or after delivery. Bowie's management company, USA Track and Field, announced her death on May 3rd. She was best known for running the anchor leg that earned America's 4x100 relay team a gold medal in Brazil, leading a top-tier squad of Tiana Bartoletta, Allison Phoenix, mm -hmm. the English gardener. I had the easiest job of all, Bowie said at the time. My teammates brought me the stick, and all I had to do was bring it to the finish line. She came from native of Sand Hill, Mississippi. She won the 100 meter silver and the 200 meter bronze in the 2016 games. She won, went on to win the 100 meter gold at the 2017 World Athletics Championship in London. And she always credited her success to her loved ones, especially her grandmother who raised her. Mm. And I just want to just mention a few little spiels. I wanted okay. to bring this up today because mm -hmm. like I said, it crosses, it seems to cross socioeconomic lines. It's not mm -hmm. just poor marginalized women, but women of means. Serena Williams had problems. Allison Felix. So mm -hmm. this is recent, March of 2023. U.S. death rates rose sharply in 2021. CDC data shows and experts worry the problem is getting worse. As women continue to die due to pregnancy or childbirth each year in the United States, new federal data shows that the nation's maternal death rate rose significantly yet again in 2021, with the rates among Black women more than twice as high as those of white women. Experts said the United States ongoing maternity mortality crisis was compounded by COVID, which led to a dramatic increase in deaths. USC's continued rise in maternal deaths and ongoing inequity, said the CDC. The number of women who died of maternal causes in the United States rose 1,205 in 2021, according to a report from the National Center for Health Statistics, released Thursday in March of 2023. There was a sharp increase from years earlier, 658 to 2000, in 2018, 754 in 2019, and 861 in 2020. That means the U.S. maternal death rate for 2021, the year for which the most recent data is available, was 32 deaths per 100,000 live births, compared to 20 in 2019 and 2023 and 2020. The new report also notes significant racial disparities in the nation's maternal death rate. The rate of black women was 69 deaths per 100,000, mm -hmm. which is 2.6 times the rates for white women at 26 per 100. Mm -hmm. So 
the the maternal death rate in the United States has been steadily climbing. Mm. Um, Questions remain about how the pandemic may have affected maternal mortality in the United States, according to Dr. Sherrod, Chief Medical and Health Officer for the Infant and Maternal Health Project for the March of Dime. What happened in 2021 and in 20 and 2021 compared with 2019 is COVID. This is sort of my reflection, said Dr. Cherut, who was from the March of Dimes. Women were at increased risk for morbidity and mortality from COVID, and that actually has been well proven in some studies, showing increased risk of death, but also being ventilated in the intensive care unit, preeclampsia and blood clots, all of those things increasing a risk for morbidity and mortality. And I'm going to stop there because hopefully soon we will have our friend, mm-hmm. Dr. Karen Ashby, yes. come on from University Hospitals of Cleveland yes. to give us more information and to sort of help put this in some kind of weird perspective for us about why this is happening. Yeah, why? Yeah, why are these young folk, these are the, and the, a lot of these women are top elite athletes having problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're young, you know, it's not spirit, like they're, yeah. it, like they're 40 or, or, or trying to have exactly. babies. No, they're yeah. young. Right. And the scary thing about this, as I had with my um, stepdaughter, she had a baby, excuse me, everything went fine with the baby. Mm-hmm. delivering and I guess it must have been three days after she got home she didn't have any trouble in the hospital and you can have this she went into eclampsia after the baby was born and had seizures and had to be rushed to the hospital with high blood pressure and they had to treat her like eclampsia like she was still pregnant to date nobody nobody still understands why this is nobody wow so it's going to be very very interesting yes it's going to be very, very interesting. interesting oh wow and so yeah so that's what they found because she did die um uh, in may and so the autopsy found yeah the autopsy found the the true reason because it does yeah, take a minute yeah. to find that oh wow so we'll hope that she will be able to enlighten us but it's very scary a black woman getting pregnant in this country and then you know i'm sure serena williams had all the prenatal health care that anybody could have mm-hmm. and Alice and Felix and it still happened to them. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We need to know what's going on here. That's scary. But, you know, for you daughters, you know, those of us who have daughters and granddaughters and so forth, what can be done? It's a national crisis. So I think some organizations need to take that up as a cause celeb to try oh, to figure time. out what can we do? What can we do? Yeah. What can we do? Well, thank you, Dee, for talking about You're that. Welcome. But roll into the latest. What's the latest? One, one, the latest. Mm-hmm. So this came out May 3rd. Mm-hmm. Today, May 3rd, US, the U.S. FDA approved Orexavi, the first respiratory syncytial virus vaccine approved in the United States. Orexavi is approved for the prevention of lower respiratory tract disease caused by respiratory syncytial virus in individuals 60 years of age or older. Older adults in particular, those with underlying health conditions such as heart or lung disease or weakened immune systems are at high risk for severe disease caused by RSV, said Peter Marks, director of the FDA Center for Biologics Evaluation and Research. I did a webinar with him one time. Okay. Today's approval of the first RSV vaccine is an important public health achievement to prevent a disease which can be life-threatening and reflects the FDA's continued commitment to facilitating the development of safe and effective vaccines. So I would say to you, all of you all out there in TV land, radio land, talk to your physicians, have them, if you don't, if your physicians don't know about it, call and have them to make an appointment at your local infectious disease doctor's office and see if the RSV vaccine is a good fit for you. All right. Well, thank you, Dee, for that update. You are so welcome. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Vicki Haywood-Doe. I just wanted to break in for a quick second and introduce to you the sponsor and creator of this show. It's the company I own, Haywood Doe Consulting Co., doing business as Vicky Doe Fitness. We are a health and wellness consulting company that specializes in designing and implementing medically integrated applied exercise physiology-based fitness wellness programs initiatives, events, health promotion, and health education for special populations such as older folks, children, adolescents, overweight and obese individuals, cardiac rehab, women's health, and those who have chronic diseases. 
We have a team and network of healthcare professionals based out of Northeast Ohio, and we've worked with many companies, schools, churches, and organizations. If your goal is to transform your life by taking a holistic approach to living a life of health and total well-being, get in touch with us at info at To find out more about our own site and online programs and services, go to vikidofitness.com. And now back to the show. Well, today we talk about muscle mass loss and answering the question as to why do we lose muscle mass, especially as we age, and what can we do to prevent or at least slow down this progression. But first, let us talk about what the actual scientific, you know, sometimes we do have to bring out the scientific words for these things. And if you hear sarcopenia, that means the loss of muscle mass and strength. That's the important. The key point is Yeah, muscle mass, but the key point is losing muscle strength, okay? And this occurs naturally as we age, and it can have a variety of a negative, variety of negative effects on our health and well-being. And so what are some of the negative effects of losing your your muscle and your strength? Well, the, the most important is losing decreased balance and mobility. You know, if you lose muscle mass and strength, you have an increased risk of falls and fractures. That's some of the reason, the main reason why as we age, we got to really pay attention not to be falling and having these fractures. But most of the reason is because we we have muscle loss and strength. Also, a negative effect will be decrease of metabolism. And that's why we always talk about when you are on a weight loss program that you have to pay attention to a muscle loss, muscle mass loss. One of the side effects of the new drugs out there, the what semaglutide drugs, one of the side effects is muscle loss, muscle mass loss. And so there's things that we can do and we're going to talk about that. But additional muscle loss can lead to decrease overall, just decrease overall strength and endurance, making your everyday tasks more difficult to complete. And so there's an updated version, 2014, and that's in NIH. According to NIH, sarcopenia is now defined as a decline in your walking speed or your grip strength associated with low muscle mass. Sarcopenia leads to loss of mobility and function We talk about falls and then also mortality. You know, as we age, you know, we always say the dreaded once you fall, you will probably, you know, especially if you are suffering from sarcopenia or even osteoporosis, any of those things that mess with your bones and your joints and your mobility, we keep our fingers crossed that you will heal and be okay because a lot of times that's the highest way of uh, passing away of dying once you after you fall most especially if you're suffering from these things and diseases sarcopenia is a major cause of frailty but either condition can occur without the other being present sarcopenia is present in about five to ten percent of persons over the age of 65 years or older so what are the basic therapy if somebody comes up and and they've been diagnosed with sarcopenia the basic therapy includes resistant exercise and increasing your protein making sure that you're eating adequate amount of protein and vitamin d supplementation yes and there is now a simple screening test that's available for sarcopenia and that's called uh, SARC-ELF, S-A-R-C-ELF. And all persons, they are emphasizing that all persons age 60 years and older should screen for sarcopenia and be treated when appropriate. So that's the new updated. They're taking these things seriously, sarcopenia seriously, muscle loss seriously, and strength because of it increasing your likelihood of frailty and falling. The important message is, according to the latest research, 
Sarcopenia represents a major cause, as we say, of falls and functional deterioration in older people. Loss of muscle mass is commonly associated with loss of bone, making these individuals at high risk for hip fractures. People with muscle loss develop accelerated loss of muscle mass and strength when they develop a variety of diseases, such as if you have heart failure, chronic or COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and renal failure, then guess what? Your loss of muscle mass and strength increases. Osteoporosis. Like osteoporosis, sarcopenia is being recognized as a definable condition. We can define it now. Now, of course, as exercise physiologists, we were talking about sarcopenia many, many, many years ago. But it's great that it's really getting recognition now, especially in the medical and healthcare field. It is time for physicians to screen for sarcopenia and provide treatment for it at a minimum resistance exercise. You know, the treatment will be at minimum resistance exercise protein, and vitamin D supplementation. So what are some of the solutions? Well, there are some steps that we can take ourselves to slow down, prevent, and that is with regular exercise and healthy diet, which includes um, plenty of good protein. And we should start now. We shouldn't wait. There's no way we should wait until we 50 or 60 to think about resistance training and healthy diet, making sure that we build strong muscles. All of us that do our weight management and our weight loss programs, and we're trying to do that, we definitely need to hone in on a healthy, balanced diet and doing resistance training. So let's talk a little bit about resistance training. Well, resistance training exercise such as Lifting weights, you can even use resistant bands, have been shown to be effective in preventing sarcopenia. These types of exercise, they help to build and maintain muscle mass, which can slow down the natural loss because we always show when we teach what I have to teach about exercise resistance training we teach about the the physiology of muscle we always say that we're good with bone and joints and all that good stuff about 30 then that curve started declining yep. so you got to yep. start doing something that's why I keep saying let's not wait for the young folks out there uh-uh no that's not some old folks stuff no you got to start thinking about that stuff now the types of exercise resistance training help to build and maintain muscle mass it also slows down the natural loss of muscle that occurs with aging exercise also such as squats lunges deadlifts you know all the resistant things that you do push-ups pull-ups they're good and these exercises target multiple muscle groups that's why we recommend them and can be performed. You can do it with free weights, the machines, resistant bands. And it's important for all of us, if you are just new to this, to start with lighter weights and gradually increase as your strength improves and to allow for proper rest and recovery between your workouts. And it's important to consult with a healthcare professional, or I would say definitely consult with a certified exercise physiologist to help you design a resistance training program for you. Because an exercise physiologist, we're trained to know how to do these things and to design a program, even if you have something. So even if you're, if you're hypertensive, if you're suffering from chronic diseases, if you have limitations, your best person would be going to a certified or a clinical exercise physiologist because they are able to handle that. Or exercise physiologists can design a resistance training program that's safe and effective and is tailored to your needs. And of course, here, the reason why I'm talking, Vicky Doe Fitness, we have various online health and fitness training programs out there on our, our platform. We talked about, you know, starting our new platform, Vicky Doe Fitness Academy. We have various programs. I'm in the process of doing some 30-day and 7-day challenges that we're going to put out there. And we emphasize on getting fit and strong and healthy. And that includes the guidelines, ACSM guidelines of doing your moderate to vigorous exercise, but on two days of the week, non-consecutive days of the week, that you do some type of 
resistance training. If you want to stay in touch with us and see what's coming up on our health and fitness training coaching programs, make sure you go to vikidofitness.com forward slash VDF Academy. Now there are other forms of exercises like aerobic exercise. Yes, flexibility training. These are all beneficial for your health and fitness. Okay. So while I'm talking about this, listen, one of the key side effects, and they're looking into that for these new weight loss drugs. One of the key thing is losing muscle mass. Now here's the thing. Let's think about it. Once you stop taking those drugs, what happens? You gain weight even more so. They said it's a lot of weight that you gain. Why? That was simple. That's a simple, not just your lifestyle stuff probably hasn't changed, but you've lost muscle mass. That's why it's important if you are taking the drugs to help you and we get that, then that you still do the lifestyle change and do resistance training. There's other things that you can do too. Since we believe in holistic approach, you still got to pay attention to your nutrition, your hydration, your sleep quality. Are you getting enough sleep? Most especially when you are trying to gain muscle growth. Are you sleeping? Are you decreasing your stress? Are you managing your stress? And if you have any underlying medical conditions or injuries, go to the doctor and take care of them because it's important, especially people want to know, well, how long will it take once I start? You can see changes in a a few weeks with a resistance training program and regular exercise. But yes, there are certain things that you have to do. You have to give yourself time for recovery. You know, a lot of times we try to go gong ho on stuff and our body tell us, uh, not nah, slow down. And we do more harm than good. We, you know, we get those injuries. And then once you get injuries, you're setting yourself back. So we that's always set back big time setback. So that's why we say start slowly. Now, another key with resistance training is making sure that you get the nutrients that you need. The nutrients will be foods from a balanced diet. So you definitely got to start eating how you need to and a diet that supports muscle growth. And what is that? Protein, lean proteins, chicken, turkey, fish, eggs, tofu, complex carbohydrates like sweet potatoes, uh, quinoa, brown rice. You don't have to do a lot of starchy vegetables, but you definitely have to think of complex carbohydrates, minerals, you know, healthy fats, avocados, nuts, olive oil, fruits and vegetables, vitamins and minerals. And so the guideline is to have adequate protein intake. It's especially important if you're trying to not lose your muscle mass, but if you have lost your muscle mass for muscle growth, especially if you're exercising, it's re recommended to consume at least 1.2 to 1.6 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day. We also admonish folks to do a little protein throughout the day so that it can be absorbed into your body more adequately. So have a little protein for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So space it out like that. Okay, so we always say, you know, what does that mean? 1.2 to 2 grams of protein per kilogram or 1.6. So let's say a 150 pound person, they will eat at least 82 grams. That's the least of protein each day. Or if they're really active and doing some serious um, resistance training, up to two grams, 136 grams each day. People who aren't active so much so will, of course, eat less protein. Okay. And so that's why it's important that you do get in touch with some of these healthcare providers, definitely in our program, because it's um, already the, all that's um, into the program. We've calculated all that out. And all you have to do is follow the plan. Pretty much. Follow the plan. And so protein intake is important for overall health. We don't think about it. Consuming adequate protein aids in muscle growth by providing the necessary building blocks, amino acids for muscle tissue for repair and growth. Because we always say every time that you exercise and you building these muscles, it's going to tear a little bit, right? And then when it repairs, it's repairing to be stronger because it's, it's getting ready for you to put that load, right? So that's why we always say give yourself time to repair. But it's important, protein helps with that. Other benefits 
of doing that is it helps to maintain muscle mass during your weight loss or periods of inactivity. So here's the deal. If you decide that you are doing your weight loss, listen, all of our programs, we have some resistance training. In fact, we have a lot of resistance training on that because it increases your metabolism and it's a lot of great things that it does but because mainly because we don't want you to lose your muscle mass and other benefits of consuming adequate protein is it improves your satiety (laughs) and weight management. It helps with improved bone and joint health and a lower risk of chronic diseases such as diabetes. You know, a lot of folks say, oh, I've got type 2 diabetes. Your muscle is the most metabolic active organ and system in your body. So you you can't not do resistance training because that's a part of helping to have healthy metabolic health. But it lowers your risk. Protein intake, uh, resistance training lowers your risk of chronic diseases such as diabetes and cardiovascular disease. So in conclusion, folks, We talked about sarcopenia and what it means. We need to start doing resistance training, even if we're 30, even if we're 20 listening to this, we need to start our resistance training. Those of us that know that we've lost some of our muscle mass, hey, we can start doing it now because you will see results of your strength in just a few weeks you will see results in your strength and so you should start doing uh, resistance training exercise on at least two non-consecutive days a week and eat a balanced diet to support muscle growth including your lean proteins and at least last but not least I should say incorporate a holistic approach you're thinking about your nutrition you're thinking about water that's why I had to start bringing my water because I'm like I'm feeling kind of dehydrated hydrated, you know, and a lot of times, like we say, that mechanism of feeling if you're thirsty or not, is some flaws in that. Most of the time when you start feeling thirsty, you are definitely dehydrated. So I say, you know what, let me start drinking my water. But you know hyd- what I started to do, I put some, I, I now put like they do at the hospital at our hydration station, put orange slices in mine. Yes. Or some apple slices. Oh, or yeah. Slices or stuff like that and put it in the refrigerator just to have a little something different, you know, and it's very, very, very refreshing. Very refreshing. Yes, indeed. And so, yeah, do the holistic approach. Make sure you you think about hydration, your sleep quality. Are you sleeping as you should? Are you managing your stress? And any of the health issues that you have, go to your doctor and start addressing those. Don't wait till your toe rots off to go. Oh, maybe <laughs> I have. I, some... Don't I know it? You know, welcome to my world. Maybe I have something with my toe. Welcome, welcome to my world. Yeah. Go see about your stuff and get taken care of. And so, yes, that is the end of my talk about sarcopenia and how we can just really prevent or at least stop and slow the progression of muscle mass loss. So what do you say, Dee? This is the end of our show. You got some tips. You know, I want to go back to the beginning when you were talking about negative effects of muscle loss and strength. And where I see it from a medical standpoint is all the people that come into the hospital that I have to take care of take care of in long-term care who fall Mm -hmm. who because like you said they're frail their muscle mass is gone and these kind of things so they're at risk for falls and fractures and head injuries and all of that and when that happens you certainly do get a decreased quality of life and as you said it's this whole thing is a, a holistic approach nutrition you know, increase your protein base, mm-hmm. you know, fresh, you talked about fresh fruits and vegetables, but you also talked about the protein with if people don't know what to do, chicken, turkey, fish, eggs, tofu, mm-hmm. complex carbohydrates, sweet potatoes, brown rice, quinoa, healthy fats like avocados, nuts and olive oils and fruits and vegetables. And you know, you can afford these things just like you can afford to go get a big chunk of something that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. You can certainly afford to and you know the other thing well you know I don't have time to go I, I gotta go to these well when you go to fast food places it's making healthy choices most of these places now have salads mm-hmm. and maybe you know have something that you can change up your diet to make it fit with what you're trying to do it's not like you have to be in prison so mm-hmm. the holistic approach nutrition hydration sleep quality stress management and know your numbers yes. go see your physician yes. know your numbers definitely yeah. and yes folks it's time to to start doing this stuff now we are 
six months in the year guys we are six months in that's scary yes you know and before we wink we'll wink and it's the end of the year it will be december yes and so we want you to start you know start today even if you just pick one thing that you're going to do start and one healthy thing you're going to do and concentrate on that and i will encourage all of us because i'm trying to start back doing that myself consistently it's that resistance training you can you i can feel it as i've gotten older so even though yeah i might be the same size you know i'm not I'm, muscles aren't the same exactly and, and it I makes a difference I'm older i'm a little off balance so it makes you know, a difference start doing those it makes a difference yeah that's exactly it as always folks for more information go to our website vikidofitness.com and remember if you have any questions comments or just something to say tweet us email us go on facebook and share with us your thoughts you've been listening to it's all about health and fitness with dr vicki hayward doe and dr virginia banks bright Vicki Doe is owner of Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicki by email at info at vickidofitness.com.